Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oh, oh, the other thing I was going to say, sorry, just before we go, um, this podcast, I think, if I've got my diary right, won't go out until New Year's Day. Um, Which means it'll be in the future. So you're all in the future. <laughs> yeah. So if you could all pretend you're hungover and didn't have as good a night as you'd hoped the <laughs> evening before, that would be tremendous, because it's New Year's Day where we are now. So if we say Happy New Year at any point, we've not lost our minds. I'm Johnny Smith. I'm Richard Porter. And this is Smith & Sniff, a podcast in which two friends talk about cars and many other things live at Stellantis. <laughs> <laughs> well then, we're back at Stellantis. Um, we're loving it, and uh, I've got no shoes, and I smell of brute. Got no shoes. Oh, and I'm wearing <laughs> and I'm wearing a bum bag. In I the... forgot to give this away. Oh, that's all right. We can just give it away. Cause so we're going to do a Q and A, and we can give away the things most interesting off the stage that we've brought along. Um, for interesting questions, maybe. Yeah. So ask us anything, as the YouTubers so, say. who's got a question? Straight up. Gentleman down the front here. With the Reebok tracksuit. Yes, a superb tracksuit, a superb Pet Shop Boys t-shirt. This is going to be a good question. I can feel it. Well, I'm, I'm, oh, is it working? Hello. Um, I am kind of worried, though, because this might get cut out, but a, a while back I sent you a message on Patreon about this story of Dr. Jonathan Palmer leaving a toilet at Donington Park with a bit of toilet roll stuck to his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, Richard, your response oh. amassed some intrigue in me because there's obviously some further stories, and we know some people here probably listening know that you have a bit of a disdain towards Mr. Palmer, Dr. Where'd Palmer. Where did you get that from? <laughs> oh, it's just something I've done. I think lots of people are pricks. I mean, it's not it's just. <laughs> I'm not but, saying he's one of them. Well, I guess you're probably thinking I am, because this will probably get cut. But the um... No, it'll only get cut if I tell you what I think of Jonathan Palmer. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but and my... for that reason, I'm not going to tell you what I think of Jonathan Richard, Palmer. Richard, what do you think of Jonathan Palmer? That, that wasn't going to be my question, up, by the way. <laughs> but my question was going to be, is there... A, well, it's not even a question, really. Is, are, are there any <laughs> stories that you could either clean up and tell us about why you have this disdain to Dr. Palmer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, look, Come I and see me in the pub I'm going to change the subject really quickly. The a, fee is two pints. I'm going to say two things. You, thank you very much for giving me a Miami Vice CD, which mm. is absolutely immaculate. Lovely. Uh, and secondly, why don't we talk about Robert Palmer instead? Oh, now I like him. Yeah. No? Did I, I went to... I did <laughs> <laughs> I tell you about this. I think I mentioned it on social media. You haven't met him. No, God no. I'd love that. He sang I'll Be so Your Baby suave. Tonight, though. It's a bit shit, that song. Yeah. It is very bad. But he did Addicted to Love as well, didn't he? Which is good. Who's yeah. the suavest person you ever met? God, that's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. We can come back to it. Yeah, can we? Okay. No, I've met some silky uh, people. I, I might tell you some Jonathan Palmer stories later, but certainly not while we're recording. Um, <laughs> has anyone else got a question that's not going to get me into legal trouble? Annie, well, you, you go free reign and choose someone, because we're up here and we can't see. Good evening. Um, Hello. 
I'd not, not an automotive too. hero for either of you, be it engineer, designer, someone associated with cars, dead or alive, who you haven't met, Ooh. who would it be and what would you ask them? Ooh. Oh, Serious or silly? Well, um, off the top of my head, I, um, I thought about Michelle Mouton the other morning. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Don't cheapen it. Don't, don't, let's not make it smutty. Um, there's, there's several reasons, and uh, one, one of them is obviously that that Audi rally car, the Quattro rally car, being being legendary. But her conquering all at a time when she did, when and still forty something years later, there's not enough women in dominant motorsport. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've never met her. I'd love to meet her. Mm. If I did speak to her, I'd probably ask her how difficult it was doing what she did in a male-dominated environment all those years yeah, ago, all and probably bossing it. Yeah. Frankly, mm. nice. Yeah, she's all, she was also hot as well. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is some current tense. Current tense. There's that uh, Audi versus Lancia film coming out. Has anyone seen the trailer for this? I have seen it. Sorry, Where yesterday. did they get that idea from? <laughs> Certainly wasn't the fucking film we made on the Grand Tour about it three years ago. No, nothing to do with it, was it? Anyway. You're not a bitch about that, are you? No, I'm not, but the guy who directed it was a bit like, what the... F-? Anyway, because he put a lot of work into that. I thought it was quite a good film, that. Uh, anyway, I'm mm. sure the movie's going to be great. It's just I saw the trailer and it seems to be... It's, the dialogue seems to be a little from the draw-marked movie... <laughs> Dialogue rather than the way that people generic film. speak normally. <laughs> Do you think you can win this rally? Sure, I can. <laughs> Cut to the Audi. But I'm going to need a. You can't out there in this four wheel drive quattro. Are you crazy? Sure, I'm crazy. That's what makes me good. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say any of this in the film. I'm just imagining they might because the dialogue looks Sounds like awful, a chat but... between two salesmen at a services where yeah. they've just got their new company cars. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One's your writing checks your buddy can't cash. <laughs> um, I can't remember. Someone is playing Michelle Mouton in that movie, and I can't remember who it is. Well, I'll uh, be watching the film, rest assured. Yeah. <laughs> I would. Um, I'd, I'd always wanted to meet Harris Mann, the car designer who yes. styled the Allegro and the Princess and the TR7, uh, and did lots of other work. He sort of saved the Metro because um, it was it was a bit boxy and unpleasant, and it failed all its customer clinics. And he made it look nice. Yeah, as part of the team that did that. And I think he was much maligned because the Allegro was a bit of a whipping boy. But the Princess, if it had come out of Pininfarina, yeah. Or Etal or someone like that, they, it would be rightly fated as a brilliant piece of design. Yeah, and I would like to ask Harris Mann. If he ever got really sick of people just going, let's do the Allegro. <laughs> I was actually within the industry. I gather he was very well respected because he was, he was excellent. In fact, someone told me about this brilliant thing where he was a lecturer at Coventry Car Design School. Some people here might know that. And um, uh, he was brilliant. He sort of taught himself in his later career as a clay model. That wasn't what he did. He was a designer, so he was you know, sketching. But he learned how to clay model as well so he could really get in on the surfaces of the car and do it himself. And, uh, and then he used to help students sort out their problems when they were doing the little scale models of their projects and they were having trouble with surfacing. He would come in and he, he would sort it out. And apparently he was just a genius. And he did it to this one student. They went, I can't, this just doesn't look right. And Harris Mann came in and just went, yeah, is that better? And the guy was like, wizardry. So good. And as he walked off, this student turned to a guy I know who was also on that course and just went, Harris Mann, man. <laughs> <laughs> And that, to me, is... I've always thought that since. I only found this out, you know, a few months ago, whenever Harris Mann died, that I'd heard this story. But since then, I was like, Harris Mann, man. 
He was fucking great, and I won't have a word said against him, and I wish I could have met him, just asked him what it was like being associated with one Duff project that yeah. he got stitched up over. Yeah. And I actually wanted to finish my car and let him have a go in it, and that's mm. never going to happen, so hey-ho. Do we have another question? <laughs> loads there, <laughs> loads, <laughs> loads. Rich I've, I've already got the this. microphone. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> this guy's nicking everything it, it was an excellent New Year's Eve I, I woke up with another guy's shoes on you know yeah amazing <laughs> spot on no, we, we did the New Year's Eve thing before we started recording we're going to have to explain it now <laughs> you've really boxed us into putting this out on the first you bastard that time um, you know you bought me a whole line of WKD blues with yeah, the straws yeah, already oh in. man what a night awesome. it was last night that was New Year's yes, Eve it was. if you're listening to this at home and definitely not yes December. I'm hungover uh, but no, I do have a question. So um, for a, a number of weeks, both you guys and Alex Kirsten claim to be the UK's number one automotive podcast. Yes. Uh, do we need an Anchorman-style fight-out yes. just to decide? Yeah. <laughs> I think we do. Yeah. Not the face. Leave the mothers out of it. Um, no, it's, I mean, it's, it's fine. Alex's podcast, you know, is, is doing really, really well. Um, it's just a shame they're not number one. <laughs> because they're not. Because yeah. Alex doesn't understand how the charts work. Apparently, I, I don't does, understand either. But I've Johnny got him either. to back me up, so I just push him in. And... We got the receipts. Because yeah. the overall show chart, sorry if I'm boring you, but the overall show chart is dynamic and it reflects growth as well. So if you start, as, as Alex's show has, which is very good, by the way, but it started quite recently. So, of course, its audience growth is huge. Um, whereas, you know, we struggle to gain any new listeners because people have heard what we do. And so... And it's, it's, and, qu- it's but, quite repetitive, frankly. Yeah. Well, they've done something about poo and then yeah. got distracted again. Yeah, Lots about been. sort of verge pissing. So, yeah, they're doing really well in the overall chart because it's reflecting the fact they're growing massively. And in the individual episode chart that does actual listener numbers, we're still number one. And I'm clinging to that for as long as I bloody can. <laughs> but I like Alex. He's a lovely guy. Sweet, sweet, sweet guy. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have. I accidentally bought a car that he, he ruined around a track. But actually, <laughs> it's a good car. So I'm not, I'm not upset about it. Although he is right about the starter motor. I didn't believe him at first. But yeah, it sounds like sort of someone being strangled. <laughs> it? It, it doesn't disengage quickly enough. Oh, no. It goes... Like a cat being sick. It's very unsports car like <laughs> I think I need to change the starter motor. Yes. It's a bit uh, disappointing. Do we have another question for Britain's number one podcast in the, in the car space? Oh, I've got the microphone already. So That's as okay. clear as crystal. I'm playing the game, really. Um, two points. Johnny, uh, there is a TikTok account called Scenic Pisses. Yes. And I think you need to jump on it before they get the market share. He's yeah. very cross about I'm, this. I'm cross because I'm, I'm such a busy guy with all my other current projects. They're in America as well, so they've got like oh. big mountains and things. Bastards. Um, <laughs> on a, a more car-related note, I saw the number plate Bollend. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Oh yeah, B O eleven E N D. It reminded me that the DBLA removed B E eleven E N D from registration, so no one could have the ultimate number plate. Well, that would have made you look like a Wonka, and that's <laughs> and a Comte. Have, <laughs> have either of you guys come across? Any number plates that either exist and are like that, or any stories of the DVLA taking away number plates like that? Well, I know the main guy at DVLA number plate valuation, but I'm not going to reveal his details. 
Uh, but he's, he, Mr. GC he's a, <laughs> he's a rich source of information. Um, no, I've seen. I remember years ago when I was first started out in journalism, and I remember seeing a then new BMW Z3 uh, in that really vivid uh, green color, like toothpaste oh, green. Yeah. Do you remember? What? Is it, sorry. What, sorry? Fiji green. Yeah, it's very Ooh. sort of like ski jacket green in the in the late 80s. And it is quite a cool colour. But the number plate basically read pea soup. I remember it. I remember oh. it vividly. And it looked shit hot. Yeah, I suspect okay. the car's a, a solid 800 quid car now. <laughs> but, but, the, but the plate is probably, I don't know, a solid 20 grand, 30 grand plate. Yeah, so, uh, yeah that's... I mean, I, I, met, oh, I saw a Range Rover in London, near mm. where you used to live, yeah. and it just said porn. <laughs> It's true, I remember it. Uh, but, the, but the O wasn't an O, it was a nine with a very bulbous uh, O part and a tiny tail. Look, like gone. A, yeah, something like... <laughs> something, yes. It looked like an, uh, sort of an overdeveloped tadpole, yeah. not a nine. You know what I mean? There used to be a Range Rover in my hometown that had the number plate Classy. Oh, wow. And I thought, that's sort of... Not true. Not true. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to say. Oximeron, as my old English teacher used to pronounce it. Oh, really? <laughs> um, do you have another question? Or a question, as my old geography teacher used to say for some reason. Question. Question. Yeah. Hello. Um, Hello. Hi. With the demise of ice vehicles, um, the term petrol head isn't really going to work for very much longer, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, do we know what... What, what do you think a collective term for car enthusiasts uh, might become? Please don't say gearhead because it makes me feel a bit icky. Oh, yeah. does it? Because no, I, I was going to say gearhead is the American term, isn't it? Mm. I, like motor, I like motorhead because... You know. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not using it anymore, so... No, exactly. Or are they not? I don't know. Motorhead's well, still... Electric motor? Yeah, motor, yeah, motor's sort of generic. Motorhead. That's I hate, I hate petrolhead. I've said this before because I get coined petrol head a lot and I do some corporate work now and again and they, they write a script and it always says professional petrol head oh, and I just go oh gosh I'm going to go and slam my face in a door <laughs> and, and I have to insist on rewriting it otherwise I'm vomiting it in my own mouth yeah. that's like Jeremy Clarkson will just have motor mouth written on his grave whether he yeah. likes it or not yes because some newspaper copywriter will come in and do it anyway motor mouth do you get that because my column in Evo used to be called petrol head I get cranker a little bit nowadays <laughs> he gets stroker don't know what that's about Oh, it's about your bowling is, prowess. Yeah, that's what it that's is. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a really good question, though. Yeah, I, it is. I don't know. This might be a work in progress. We'll Car figure fanatic. something out. Unless you have a suggestion for us. Uh, no, not really. I was hoping you'd. Oh, like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're the one who's supposed to do this for a living, you pricks. Yeah, yeah. car, car perv. We'll get back with that. You. Easy. Job done. Yeah, there we go. So yeah. at least four people agree. I don't know. The, the so. car pervert one is. It, it's open to misinterpretation, isn't it? No. In fact, uh, <laughs> well, it is because my sometime colleague, TV's Jeremy Clarkson, had cottoned on to the fact that you're sometimes known as car pervert. And he was making small talk with me a few months ago. And he went, how's your podcast going, sniff and pervert? <laughs> <laughs> Did he? And I was like, that's something very different. S sniff. We are, we are not TV cops, are we? We are not TV cops. <laughs> Do we have another question? Yeah, hi, hi. My answer would be uh, kilowatt head for that. Oh, kilowatt head. What? I was just about watt head. Kilowatt, as in, hey, because obviously it's EV. Yeah, yeah, but watt head is just quicker to say if you're in a hurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. And a watt is still a measure no, of that'd energy. That'd be a magazine. 
I'd be like, what car? But oh, I see. What head? What head? Well, <laughs> not that one over there. <laughs> sure. Sorry, go on, yes. Uh, keep it on theme. It's a bit of an information thing for Johnny because he's missing Miami Spice. Yes. Back in the day, it's pure information only, and someone told me this. Yes, I'm listening. There is, um, that's why word it is, there's two adult movies out there. Oh, gosh. Come on. <laughs> Come on, why direct this at me? Miami Spice themed called Miami Spice and Miami Spice 2. Seriously? And there's loads of amazing quotes from, from that. And back in the quotes? Day, Who's quoting a porn <laughs> film? Uh, are, I, can't, uh, I, can't, I can't quote them as ladies' person. It's, it's, they're, they're pretty rude. But, uh, can I just ask, out of pure curiosity, are they on Freeview? <laughs> <laughs> like, over Christmas? <laughs> or, uh, well. No, I would obviously uh, watch these in the privacy of your own room. Yes. Well, I'm in a hotel tonight. I'm supposed to so, I, uh, <laughs> Oh, look, there's a network key rally fleece. Oh, uh, oh, oh, a very good friend. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's it's good to know. There was quite a there was quite a boom, wasn't there, for a while in in pornographical films that m- mimicked used puns. Oh yeah, punned oh, on this. Shaving oh, Ryan's privates was my favourite one. <laughs> <laughs> I've not well, seen it. I just well, heard about it. Has, has got the cars as well. What? What? Oh, well, I'm watching it. Legit. Yes, I did. I did. When it shows on your hotel bill, you can go and I was watching it for the cars. Yes. Exactly, that's excuse for watching it. You for seven minutes, Mr. Smith. Um, Pile Driving Miss Daisy was my favourite. <laughs> oh my God. It's nothing short of a genius title. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, the Umpire Strokes Black as well. Anyway, <laughs> next question. Uh, <laughs> these, these are actual films. Next. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Enough, enough already. Richard. Hi. Um, if I mention Top Gear together with Stellantis and one of their brands specifically, Peugeot, mm. do you have any comments on the episode that went out? <laughs> <laughs> do I have any um, comments on that? I, I don't. I can't I don't say Stellantis no. without doing the... Appropriate backbeat, please. Sorry, I've just had a message. Apparently, my Range Rover's in the car park being crushed. (laughs) (laughs) I was in that episode, yes. I was very, very drunk (laughs) because there was wine on the table. Real wine? Well, this is a thing. We thought there'd be prop wine, but it turns out they (laughs) hadn't bothered to buy prop wine. They just bought wine. (laughs) (laughs) It's cheaper than prop wine. So I was quite drunk, as was James May, actually. Did you speed drink, sort of nervous speed drink? Well, no, drink? because it took forever. I think I've told this story before, but it took forever to set up. Because it was my stupid thing. I went, oh, we should do this boardroom scene, but also it's obviously got to have a view of the Eiffel Tower out the window, like in an American movie, because we're in Paris. Yeah. So that's what you do. I saw something, by the way, on the TV the other day, and they did exactly that. Like, that cliche doesn't go away. But the thing is, when you say something like that, the next thing, you're at a posh hotel in Oxfordshire watching them build scaffolding in front of the window so they can drape a green screen to put the Eiffel Tower in in post-production. And unfortunately, no one had thought that the table, this boardroom table, was glass. And when glass reflects the green of a green screen, the computer that's dropping the image onto the green puts it on the table as well. (laughs) And it looks shit. So if you watch that scene back, there's a lot of stuff on the table to cover the glass so it doesn't reflect green. Bloody hell, I did not know that. Little trade secret. And... um, 
And so we had to sit there while they figured this out for a while, like for about 45 minutes. 45 minutes of real wine. <laughs> mm. I was thirsty that day. <laughs> and also, James had just done his wine program, I think, and James was drinking it as well. And he went, oh, try that one. It's quite nice. <laughs> so I did. <laughs> Took his advice. And then we went, oh, dear, that bottle's empty. How's that happened? For some reason, most of the other people around the table weren't drinking. I think because they had to drive. And James and I knew we didn't have to drive the rest of that day, so we could just have a drink. That's all I have to say about Another that. Bit of... <laughs> I was drunk, and I can't remember anything else this about it. This is prop wine. <laughs> Uh, do you have another question? There's, there's lots. There's, all, there's lots. Okay, four, go ahead. Whoever has the mic. Actually, oh. shit. <laughs> have you considered showing your Danish titanium glasses to Gordon Murray and challenging him to make a more lightweight pair? Do you want to know the truth about my gla- my new glasses? I still haven't collected them. They've been. <laughs> They, they've been calling me relentlessly for about 10 days. Basically, I've paid for them, they're there, and I just can't be asked to go and get them. I mean, I am busy as well. But then Gordon would approve of that because he'd go, the lightest thing is something that's not there. True, but I am, I am quite eager to try them, but obviously not that eager. <laughs> I've got not eager to see where you're going. I'm an idiot. I, apparently, th- this has happened before with real cars. I know, I met somebody years ago who worked in a dealership and somebody bought a car cash outright and never came to come and get it. And they don't what? know if they died, disappeared, forgot, whatever. Yeah, true. Oh my God. Yeah. Bought a How car, weird. never came to get it, yeah. Huh. I also know, a, I know someone that um, found a car that um, was owned by a bloke that was, a, it was like a proper gang boss, should we say. And uh, he, got, he got taken out, he got murdered. And, but nobody really knew about it, so it was gangland. But, his, but this guy knew... Oh, no, it's a complicated story. <laughs> hey, hey, no, 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 no question. I've said too much. Yeah, I've said... Yeah, it's, it's true, though. Yeah, he ended up claiming his car. So, uh, yeah, next question. Hello? Hello. Hello. Oh, there we go. That was quick. I can't even see where the mic's going. No, I don't know where the mic oh, is. Sorry, is. we it's look there. a bit vague as we're staring into space. So, picture the scene. You're two sense-deficient uni students driving a car to Croatia and back next year for a £1,000. What are you buying and why? It's Ooh, a Rover 75 suggesting from the front there. I don't 75, know I would, yeah, I would, not... would I endorse that? <clears throat> Feels like you might you, Are you leaving it there or bringing it home? Depends. If, if it's something nice, we'll bring it home. If it's a Rover Metro convertible, we'll donate it to Croatia. <laughs> You're not getting a Rover Metro convertible for a £1,000. They're a collector's <laughs> item, my friend. Uh, the trouble is, 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 since COVID, there's not really many £1,000 usable cars. Um, Really? No, I mean, they are out there, aren't they? Hey? Say what? Yaris, yeah. PT Yaris. Cruiser, that's a good call. Yeah, I bet that's you could get a PT. I mean, they're... F- hang away K-11. a minute. I've just remembered, PT Cruiser made by Chrysler. What a great car. You should definitely have one of those. <laughs> and I'm sure it'll give them years of faithful service if you choose to bring it back, sir. Um... That's quite a good shout, though, because they're not very money. I like much money. I actually, it's a sort of guilty pleasure of mine. I, I don't mind the PT Cruiser. And all of the members of your team, change your name to PT Cruiser before you go, and then you can be the PT I Cruiser. I pity the Cruiser. Pity Cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. Just get an eye and a Y in there. Even though it's an excellent car, of course, and I heartily endorse it. Yes. Um, I, th- I think the bonus with the PT Cruiser as well is because you'd be inside it, you wouldn't be looking at it. 
Hey, it doesn't, there are much worse cars out there, but you all have to dress as like Californian men of a certain age with sort of like old guys rule t-shirts and yeah. flip-flops. Yeah. And those shorts, shorts which are nearly trousers, shorts. but they're not quite trousers anymore, those ones. It sounds like you're describing Blink-182. Yes, well, <laughs> they, they love a charity road trip to Croatia <laughs> as much as the next guy. I love all that. Yeah. Small things. Oh, uh, try that. PT Cruiser, I think, is a really good That's suggestion. A good one. And um, a, a Yaris, someone said Yaris. Well, Yaris, there. if you want to get there and back, I would say, is probably yeah. quite a good shout, even though, of course, Toyota are bastards and you should definitely buy a Citroën. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've got to keep them sweet, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it, I get it. Uh, uh, has anyone else got a question? No. So, there are, there are driving gloves and driving shoes. Of course. Do either of you have any other specific items of driving clothing? God, that's a good question. Such as, for example, certain pairs of pants that you choose if you know you're going to have to sit for hours on a motorway and (laughs) arrive with non-matched spuds. Um, Well... I found a pair of undercrackers that I really liked a couple of years ago, and I threw all my other ones away and just bought 12 of the same one. Oh, I thought you were going to say just wore those. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, so what I just said, but I bought a pair of those, yeah. and, I, and that's what I, I, I wear all the time. I pretty much the same as well. Yeah. Middle-aged men are fascinating, it's, aren't we? <laughs> it's just the way I roll. Um, I used I, to have lucky pants. Did you? Yeah. I'd lucky, but it's funny because I was, was discussing this once. Well, just like not dying in a plane crash and shit like that. I was discussing this once with a mate, and I went, I've got lucky pants. He went, I've got lucky pants as well. Always wear them on one on the pool. And I went, oh, I wear them when I'm going on a plane so it doesn't crash. <laughs> and I realised we were coming at things from very different <laughs> angles. But, um, and I always used to wear them on Top Gear Studio Day on a Wednesday every week when we were making that show. Because I believed that it would make the recording go smoothly. But didn't you have, have you down as one of those? Well, guys? you know how superstitious I am about shit. So it's like, it's just one of those things. I don't, I don't have lucky pants anymore. I've weaned myself off that because the lucky pants became rather threadbare. <laughs> threadbare, that's just what I had to say. And that felt like their luck ran out. So, uh, but unlike our old series producer, Andy Willman, who also wore lucky pants on Studio Day, and his uh, lucky pants became so threadbare, he oh, had God. to get his wife to stitch them onto a surrogate pair of other pants to maintain their structural integrity. No way. Did you do a floor pad swap? On pants? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously? So, yeah, there would have been a time when if I was, I don't know, you know, going on a big road trip or on a track day or something, I might have worn my lucky pants to make sure I didn't crash. I think the only thing that's anywhere near that, my daughter was really ill when she was very young. So I used to wear one of her headbands, like a you know little hair squeegee thing. I don't know what you call them. Thing no for ponytails, like that. Um, I used to wear I used to wear it as like a. I just used to put it on my wrist when I was doing her hair, and then I'd leave it on. Then and realise I'd turn up for work and I'd still have one on my arm. So I just used to wear one on my arm for about three years, and then I realised it looked like a sort of gap year bracelet, and I thought this has to stop. I <laughs> just park that idea basically. I never did a gap year. I didn't have fucking time. <laughs> oh, make I, didn't. The time. I was too busy trying to get a career. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. It's a shame. I'll do it when I'm about 50. Just go wild. In a PT cruiser. Yeah. With some of those shorts on. And then on. have so many beads, you won't be able to bend your elbow. On my <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> I'll get an ear hole or something. Oh, oh yeah. An ear get, tunnel. Ear yeah, tunnel. get an ear tunnel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, next question. Where's the microphone going? We can't really see. I love the, the questions because we just never know what we're going to get. Never know where it's going to go. Right. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> if it starts with and right... A, yeah. The... Actual car question. Oh, God. Right. You've got to choose the most impractical daily driver. <laughs> and bearing in mind, one of you lives near London. Right. And you've got a Range Rover, so that's probably fairly hard to park. Yeah. He's, he's, I know he's driven here tonight in one of those vehicles you're t- talking about. Yeah. Car parking's bigger here, though, isn't it? A supercharged um, petrol Range Rover in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. <laughs> You've got to choose between a Hummer H2, oh. which is mm. massive and impractical to park, mm. or a Group B rally car oh. with a full five-point harness, bucket seats, door bars, full roll cage. <laughs> Unforgiving clutch. And a very unforgiving clutch. Oh, <laughs> I'm still going Group B. Which one? Do I, am I allowed to choose? I think Metro 6R4. Oh, thank you. I'll have it. Yeah. I've never driven a 6R4. You have, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, quite, quite short. Quite jealous. Yeah, I've driven an RS200. Yeah. And it's very exciting. If you have even that much lock on and you try to pull out of a junction, it stalls. Yeah. And if you have no lock on and he tries to pull up a junction, it stalls. It basically it's just a stalling machine with a rally car attached. Yeah. But when you get it going, it's fucking brilliant. By Jove. Yeah. yeah. Is that the one? No, it wasn't that. It was when they had that bloody I was gonna say I I'm not, I don't do a lot of track work. I'm not used to wearing five point harnesses. And I've learned the hard way that one of the things about a five point harness is before you put it on, remember to close the door. Oh gosh. <laughs> It's true. I've done that numerous times. Have or you just the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 uh. For fuck's sake, I'll just drive it with no mirrors. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I've done that a few times. But did you also, when you forget to close the door? Yeah, because I've tried to do it. I did a hot pull-away yeah, yes. to try and shut the door. <laughs> yeah, because they're made out of, like, crisp packets. <laughs> you, forget, uh, you forget there's a low wall in front of you. <laughs> um, Jump it into the wall. Yeah, I'm going to daily the 6R4 and see how that goes. <laughs> what it has over the Hummer aside from the fact it looks cool, is the fact that you can do a really easy sort of donut. So although the lock isn't very good on those sorts of race cars, you can sort of flick them, which mm. makes you look like a bit of a tart, but at the same time, it, it gets the job done when you need to. So, <laughs> In the middle of Stamford High Street. Yeah, just so. Yeah, good for track work as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, good question, though. Yeah, it's a good question. Sweet, sweet question. Um, we should start giving away stuff for questions. Oh, that's shit, so yeah. bad now. Who wants us to land this bum bag? Or we could just throw them into the crowd like we're, <laughs> like, like we're at a gig. I don't know. There was a, um, there was a couple of them. I'm trying to think. Maybe we should auction them questions. for charity or something. That would be a nice thing to do, wouldn't it? Right. Seriously, who wants this? Put your hand up now. That, that one there. <laughs> like that person there. Yeah, you, you waving. Come up. I'm not throwing it that far in case it hits someone in the face. Uh, while you're coming up, could we maybe have the next question queued up? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah, he's going to come up for a full presentation. This is great. We've got a tracking shot and everything. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
<laughs> um, I was going to give away a club. Before, not Free an club official, every, uh, not an official licensed no, product of Stellantis. No, no warranty. <laughs> made at home by. by someone. Uh, okay, uh, next question. Hello. Oh, hi. What is the best feature that you've discovered on a second-hand car that you've bought that you didn't realise it was going to come with? That's a really good question. Um, um, oh, no. Shagpile. Was it um, your car or your mate's car that had all that stuff under the back seat? Oh, that was my oh, car that I found that I, want, I wanted to buy, but I was at VMAX with cars, so I, I made him. Well, he became the a PR of Rolls-Royce. So oh, he bought, Matt, yes. bought oh, Mercedes 500 SEL when they won W126 when they were very cheap. I've told this story numerous times. And he took it home. It was about 400 quid with an MOT. Drove it home. It drove well, but it stank. He cleaned it all out that weekend. He said, in his words, I bought it off a skinhead neo-Nazi. And I went, <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, and he cleaned it, and then days later it just still reeked. So he's like, this is ridiculous. Something's happened in this car. I don't know what. Rooted around, trying to sort of detail it. Lifted the back seat up. A full Tesco bag full of actual shit <laughs> with uh, a, a fridge magnet on the top with Dale Winton's face on it. <laughs> that, that's not a made-up story. Yeah, it was a 400 quid, 500 SEL. That's so disrespectful. An awful lot of feces under the seat. <laughs> but why? Nobody knows why. That's the thing. Do you think the person so responsible had eaten the Dale Winton fridge magnet? <laughs> <laughs> to this day, I don't know. I don't know the reasons. <laughs> I don't know the reasons. I'm going to say we'll never know. No. Tell that Will Farrell line from Blades of Glory. What does it mean? Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't top that. I don't. I'm trying to think of so. I mean, I uh, features. No. Um, there was not. It, it's not. A second-hand car that I've bought, or indeed anyone's bought, but a friend of mine was uh, is a director was shooting a, a a TV show where they needed a load of decent-looking scrap cars to decorate a street scene where they might get bashed up. And one of the safety crew was just checking that all the cars were okay. Opened the boot of one of these cars that come from a scrapyard, and it was absolutely crammed full of cocaine. What? <laughs> And they'd be like, no, this is unusual. So they, they rang the police. I mean, it was a seriously like proper kind of make the news quantity of cocaine. So they, <laughs> they rang the police and the police came out and, uh, and took it away. And it turned out this had been an abandoned car that was being used as a stash by a local drug gang. Amazing. And the car had been yanked away by the council and then sent to the scrapyard with all of their gear in the boot. And that's wow. What, so that's an unusual feature that you won't find in every second-hand <laughs> car. Yeah, I'd say that's unusual. Yeah, there have been some other ones. I found, uh, you know when you can dim down the, the dash binnacle lights? But I, I, I had a car where it was really, really dim, and I just, I looked for months, mm. and I was like, clearly it's just, it's got a shit dash binnacle. Or my eyes are broken, one of the two. Uh, and then, like, ages later, I found where it was, and it was hidden, like, on another, I think it was, like, with the odometer that you press into to reset Oh, the yeah, it was a VW. I might have, and you turn it, and it, and it was like, oh, so it does two things. God, that's amazing. What did I? Because I had a car like I was, that. I was, I was like, <laughs> it's like the guy from Father Ted, you know, the thick one. <laughs> Dougal, yes. Dougal, it was like that. I, I was really excited just for, just for a second. Yeah, I had a car like that. I can't remember what it was. Anyway. Yeah. Not so interesting. That's uh, that. Not as good anyone... as a Del Winton fridge magnet in a bag of shit. <laughs> Del Winton came to see us at Top Gear once. Um, have I told this story before? Probably. Yeah. We're running out of stories. Well, but, um, 
Yeah, he came down. He was filming a show, one of those Make a Wish shows, and the kid wanted to come and see Top Gear being filmed on, in the studio. Oh, that's me. And Dale Winter came down early, and he turns out to be a big car guy, where he was. God rest he's him. Dead. He's dead, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the thing that we hadn't realised about how much of a car guy Dale Winton was, that he was walking through the, the parking area outside the studio with our producer, and he looked across where we got some press cars parked up, and he went, oh, is that the new facelifted Citroen C5? What? Yeah, dead straight. Dale Winton, car nerd. Car dude, brilliant. Uh, do we have Quest- another question? Oh, Ooh, that was do. quick. Well, on that story, um, when the BBC come and call you next year for uh, hosting Top Gear, um, <laughs> you're, going to need, you're going to need a third presenter, and then what's going to be your first road trip, and what cars are you taking? Um, amazingly, I'm busy next year. <laughs> um, would you do that gig? I, w- I would do it if it wasn't three people and it wasn't called Top Gear. <laughs> um, and also it was about dogs. No, you didn't. Um, it has to be about model villages specifically for mm. me to be interested in. But I think where would be the first road trip? I, I mean, I would desperately like to take him, and this is, uh, you know, this is an aspiration for a video on, on Smith & Sniff at some point in the future. I would like to take him to a lock-in at a model village. <laughs> Why does it have to be a lock-in? Because, because then you get to see the, the back rooms, the maintenance uh, team. You can take booze in. I've just made that bit up. But that's what, well, I'll book an Airbnb nearby, so we'll get a bit of a, like, it'll be a, bit of a drink. So you're suggesting one. I drink half a bottle of scotch and then just rampage around the place going, I'm a giant! Yes. Like a sort of like shit right. Gulliver's Travels. Yes. That, that's what's going to happen. But we'll drive there in a sort of uh, a fairly average car, and we'll drive back in a fairly average car. So this is why this isn't happening. Yeah. Because our ideas are terrible, <laughs> or at least too strange. Uh, I don't think Top Gear's coming back next year. Also, it's the honest truth of it. Truth of it. I think but they've yeah. got to leave it a little bit longer. Um, They'll pr- put it in the proving drawer, and Paul yeah. Hollywood will pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Just dust off his flowery hands. Oh, yeah. Play. The cuffs will be up. Yeah. <laughs> Slow motion flower slapping. I don't know. The other problem is thinking of what you'd like to do as a road a thing. trip. It's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you say flower slapping without the context. It looks like you've gone up to a load of big daisies and gone. Bah. Fuck you, Fuck pansies. You. Yeah, yeah. Extreme no. gardening. Now, there's a show I'd rather present. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Just about people who don't know anything about gardening having a really good go at it. Well, like, like me. We're back and everything's dead. <laughs> Um, no, I still maintain from many podcasts ago, Kevin McLeod's Granada Designs. I still think it's amazing. <laughs> Well-off couple. They've bought a Scorpio. They don't like the way it looks. Uh, but, <laughs> but see, this is fucking, this is TV genius. They don't like the way it looks. They've got an awful lot of money to plough into it. They want to do something quite radical, but tasteful. Um, Kevin, come back in a year. Let's see what happens. In a year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah He'd yeah, come yeah. back in a few times in between there going, this isn't going to work out. Oh, look, she's pregnant. Still not going to work out. Yeah. It's going, As per the accepted worry, grand designs. We've, we've put a tow bar on it. It's got a trailer tent when they come back. So that'd be fine. Doesn't matter how many children they've got. <laughs> yeah, but Granada Designs by Kevin McLeod. I think that's going to be fantastic. Can't wait to watch that. Cardening. Cardening. Cardening, yeah. Yeah, see, that, that could work. That could actually work. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll just leave that there. There we go. Don't Are there, there any BBC anyone? commissioning editors in the room? Yeah. Does anyone work no, for Amazon God. or Netflix or any of those big guns? <laughs> no. no, no. righty. Uh, do we have another question? You've been a really good crowd, you know, tonight. It's been lovely. Thanks. 
Thanks for coming. Just thought I'd yeah. it. You've been so good. Would anyone like a Russian copy of Evo magazine that I want to get rid of? <laughs> I've got down here. Yeah, you tap. haven't get, Do you not want a club? And if they yeah, do... Yeah, I'll tell you, no, the clubs come with anything we give away. Here. Look, I'll tell you Do what. you want a salty one? Not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants an orange club? Yeah, you're straight in there. there you go. Who wants a mint one? Straight in there. Oh! Oh. <laughs> I'll give out the others in a minute. I'm yeah. worried about hitting heads. Um... We've got some of these as well. Uh, no, <laughs> careful, don't, don't open them, because they'll Can be I all... Just, the... I just say the words, all the words on the tin. Finest, all natural, and the original uh, travel suites. For the tape, Johnny's looking at some travel suites and not just describing something randomly, because... <laughs> so, some of this is in italics, and some of this is in caps. Finest italics, all natural uh, caps, and the original <laughs> travel suites in italics. Mixed fruit drops... Caps. Oh, God. Yeah, proudly made in Great Britain by A.L. Simkin and Sons off of Sheffield. There we go. Amazing. So it's a huge mix of we'll italics open those and, later. and caps there. Don't open them now because you'll have, full, you'll have a, a, a Paul Hollywood-style dusty hands. Don't do it. Paul Hollywood's cocaine hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm baking, yeah. He could take over from Ross Kemp. <laughs> Ross Kemp does gangs, but Paul Hollywood could do that thing where he goes with, you know, and he goes and infiltrates the hardest gangs in the world, but then he just gets their coke stash and goes. Oh, <laughs> amazing! Dusts it everywhere. Oh, amazing! His yeah. final piece to camera is always talking incredibly quickly. We're gonna make some Chelsea buns, yeah? Okay, right, let's just get a of this. Great, yeah, come on, boys, come on, let's do this. Uh, before we get sued for libel um, or slander, I always get this mixed up. Anyway, uh, do we have a question? Hello. Hello. Um, Where's that I was coming from? Introducing some friends to some of the videos on the Smith and Sniff channel. Oh, uh, don't do that. Years ago. Yeah. <laughs> some friend you are. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a very good friend. Fair um, I was just wondering what your idea of peak old money car or peak rare but nobody cares would be. Okay. Well, I saw. Do you remember I sent it to you on WhatsApp? I saw a, um, a Perodua Kalisa on Auto Trader. Oh yes. Did we discuss this? I can't remember if we did I always get not. real life mixed up with yes, the podcast. Yes, so do I. <laughs> and it's a, it was a one-owner car with something like 16,000 miles on it. Every panel was damaged. I think it was champagne metallic. Yeah, a lot of panel so, damage. So it did look a bit grim, but the mileage and the one-ownerness, and also it did say just deceased <laughs> yeah. in the title. And I thought, hey, it's probably quite a rare car now. Genuinely, nobody gives a flying shit. <laughs> but I thought I nearly bought it. It was just a bit too far away and I was busy. But I would have liked to have bought it, actually. So I'd say that's fairly rare yeah. and nobody cares. Old money, I mean... We, I mean, you're good at old money. You've got a good old well, money. I mean, it's, it's very easy just to... And I think it's still default to a least two generations old Subaru legacy estate. Yeah. Stinks of Labradors. Yeah. Um, but quite well kept. Well, full but service history. Full service history just, from a main agent, yeah. The main agent can basically just, just write out a telephone number on an invoice, and, and they won't even clean it, and they'll go, yep, yeah, no problem. Yeah, that's a £16,000 service. Yep, that's yeah, fine no to problem. me. It's fine. The car, Certainly not going to buy a new car. Car's worth vulgar. 1800 quid. I'm down with that. That's absolutely fine. I was in a village in North Norfolk uh, a couple of years ago, and I walked past. I was walking with the dog with us. I was taking the dog for an early morning walk. Walked past a very big house in norfolk which i think sometimes might be britain's poshest county really it's quite posh i mean i know it's also got you know sort of 
simpletons in it. Second, what do you think? Well, I think there's a lot of people who sort of own most of Norfolk that Prince Charles hasn't got, and they, you know, they, they do live there. And certainly this chap I saw coming out of this house, he was ruddy of trouser and tweed of jacket. <laughs> And he was getting into an old shape Volvo V40. Oh, yeah. And I just thought, oh. Yeah. A Volvo 850 is quite old money. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Like a late one. But I think the V40, just the modesty of it as well. Yeah. It's just like, it's not even a big car because we don't need a big car these days. Now the children have all gone to London. <laughs> <laughs> it's leafy fucking it's London. <laughs> <laughs> he might say when he's had a couple of gins. It's old, it's old money. Old. How yes. do you spell that? Old. Uh, E-U... E-A-U... Old. Old. It sounds like ill money. Old. We told you that thing where we started going, is... Yes. And then I read Olivia Coleman being interviewed, and she said when she did The Crane, the TV show The Crane, uh, she was told to say yes in an authentic way. Just say ears. 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 Would you like another gin, Your Majesty? Ears. It's true, though, isn't mm. it? Yeah. So there we go. Does that we... answer your question? I think, I think we did, did actually answer yeah, the question yeah, before yeah. we somehow <laughs> drifted off into a ditch. Ten minutes later. Uh, yeah. Do we have another question? Oh, this man keeps putting his hand up and we don't keep answering it, so I'm going to give him a copy of Evo in Russian oh, instead yeah. to say, there you go. Just to say sorry. There we go. Give him a club. Give him a club as well. Oh, oh and, and a salted caramel club as well. There you go. It's a salted caramel. If you're not down with that, we have got mint and the <laughs> yeah. other flavours too. Yeah. Uh, next question, please. Hi, chaps. Yes. Um, I'm just wondering, um, do either of you have any hands-on experience of a Coventry Climax? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best engine name ever, isn't it? It, it, it really is. It really is. Uh, I, well, my, it's, a, it's a bucket list car for me, the um, Hillman Imp, because it was my dad's first car. And I, I do keep sort of hawking around them occasionally going... I would like one, and I know... For context, people are aware the Hillman Imp has a Coventry Climax engine, right? Yes. That's not, it doesn't sound like Johnny's just decided to ignore the question. And also, <laughs> let it be known that you can really make the Climax quite hot for, for, for hill climbs, etc., yeah. etc. So, uh, I, I mean, like... sometimes it's good to, you know, because I remember that it's a very revvy car, because I have driven an Imp, and a Stiletto. Cool. Lovely. Sweet. But you really have to rev them. Yes. So you're kind of delaying your Climax a little bit, but... By just thinking about the offside rule and stuff. Um, and uh, oh, you've got the microphone now, oh, so I want sweet. that Russian Evo. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You can have it. You're, you're starting to talk about edging, so I think you should no, ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on. Can I say Happy New Year? No, in Russian, please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yet. laughs> That's all I know. Yet. Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year Happy to you. Happy New Year, and because this is definitely New Year's Day, yes. Looks like you had a heavy night, you guys. I had a fantastic <laughs> New Year, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so my question is, after all this time waiting, I hope it's not an anti-climax. Um, oh, <laughs> oh, that's good. Someone that hates him. <laughs> Impater. Anti-climax. He's impartial. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Who would you guys put your actual money on to get the fastest lap around Silverstone driving a Rover SD1 V8, mm. a certain Perry McCarthy in a black race suit, mm. or a certain Ben Collins in a white race suit, or 
looking to Johnny, a certain Mr. Tiffany Dell in his finest, thinnest leather, oh. blues on from Italy, <laughs> who would do the fastest lap? It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be Timothy Needle. Yeah. 100%. I'm going to say Tiff as well, just to annoy Perry and Ben. Yeah. Um, I thought you said perineum uh, at first. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'm not perineum familiar with McCarthy. that guy. Yes, perineum. Yeah. I mean, he does talk a bit of blast sometimes, but uh, yeah. I, yeah, I'd say, I mean, Tiff would be in with a shout for sure because his car control is sublime. Car control superb, yeah. But also the super leggera uh, jacket. So would. yeah, they'd be in that heavy Nomex. And yeah, they be, would, and, and he'd also, just laugh. And he'd, be, he'd have consumed no food or liquids that oh, no. day, so he's he is really lightweight. Maybe a, maybe a thimble of tea just before. <laughs> <laughs> just a, afterwards, lots to eat. After, but when the job's done, yeah, the job has to be yeah, done yeah. first. Honestly, I wish I could get everyone to have a passenger ride with Tim, Timothy Needle because you can, can't you? If you go to Thruxton, yeah, yeah, you've done it. Yeah, really? he, is, he is nuts. It does, is it, does the car point in a straight line at any point? No, no, no. <laughs> no it's full full side window breathing yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. He is incredibly talented. It's his, it was his birthday. He's a November birthday yeah, person. Ninety-seven so years old and still <laughs> absolutely sharp as a tack. Yeah, he's still really good. Yeah, he's still really yeah. good. Yeah, Tiff. He comes top of the JD Power Survey every year. <laughs> what for build quality? It's the Jack Daniel's Power <laughs> Survey. <laughs> Other whiskies are available, apparently. Yeah. Uh, no, he's, he's, a, he's a good lad. And that's um, a good question. Next question? Or is there anyone who hasn't had a chance to ask a question and would like a June 1989 copy of Car Magazine? Oh, oh. tracksuit guy. You've got to give away this, this stuff. Go. Thank you very much. Enjoy it. Don't read it all at once, particularly the bit about the Citroen XM. Um, if someone wants um, a Club Biscuit Mint, I'll give three away to the first person that shouts folds. <laughs> there was someone just How round there. Down there. Come and get your three pack. Three? Three. You're eating into our reserves here. Right, I'll tell you what, do you know what? I'll give him one salted one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Stand up on stage and um, show the world. Look at those bastards. For the tape, oh, uh, gosh. A, a gentleman oh. who got Johnny's shoes. They, they fit perfectly. Really? Yeah. Nice. They are the lattice toed helmsman shoe. <laughs> Driving moccasin. Are you driving home in them tonight? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Better than ever. Please tell me you work in Timpsons. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're amazing. <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. The uh, pedal box hero in those. Oh, amazing. Where are we up to with. Oh, we've still got time left. Uh, another question, please. This one's for Johnny. Uh, cast your mind back to your Max Power days. Oh, gosh. What was the most outlandish modification you saw and what was it on? And what would you do to get the element on the front cover? <laughs> People used to do the craziest things. Um, one guy, I remember one guy phoned up and he said, I'm 21, I just bought a Citroen Saxo VTS on finance, which was pretty common then, which is mm. why that car's become quite sort of iconic. And he said, I'm going to borrow £25,000. What? This was yeah. This was this was two thousand and two. So yeah, over twenty years Bloody ago. Hell. And he said, "I will do whatever you think it will take with that money to make the cover of Max Power." Genuinely, he he was just waiting for us to just say whatever that was. And I had no bloody idea. And I was also terrified. Up? Frankly, I just thought I can't. It's too much weight of responsibility. <laughs> Stretch it by about eight feet. <laughs> Cabrio. Oh gosh. Um, 
Do you remember that sort of peach colour they used to do polos in? I think it was called apricots. Does anyone remember yes. this? Yes. yes. That colour? Yeah. Or harlequin. What about a Saxo Cabrio limo harlequin? Well, somebody... somebody. And then you could put it on the cover with the caption. The cover line would be, look at this dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not quite the effect he was going for, but he's got his cover, so... Somebody upholstered, somebody tr- externally trimmed a car that made the cover of Max Power, I'm sure. So the whole interior was fiberglass, incredible massive speakers. So the fiberglass door uh, bins were, were huge, 12-inch subs in each door. I mean, it was bonkers. But they trimmed the outside of it just for shits and giggles. <laughs> and that car still exists because I saw it last year. It got taken to the Hot Wheels Legends Tour event and it had been squirreled away for years because it was worthless. <laughs> and uh, well, it, that, I mean, the, 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 I love the whole custom car world, but it's a very personal thing, isn't it? It's the absolute opposite of someone buying a car to hedge their bets on it being an investment. It's a total crazy, selfish kind of artistic expression, and I kind of like that. It's ballsy, and we've lost a bit of that. And I'm glad I was around for that era, uh, although there was a lot of sort of hashtag Me Too, I should think, going on around that that time, which we'll, which we won't talk about. We'll just stick with the cars. So, yeah, so in a, in a, an externally upholstered car, I did see that, and that was pretty, pretty damn mad. <laughs> oh, we also saw one where the tailgate came off on a telescopic ram <laughs> away from the car by about eight feet. <laughs> and, it, and it could revolve completely 360 revolve, and it had a full PA system, so you could run... Basically, I mean, Stellantis should do this, because it's a full... It, you, it, in the middle of a car park, it, the sound system was big enough... To like be heard by a thousand or more thousands of people. Was Renault Clio. Do you remember, you remember that car? it? Um. It was. It was not yours, is it? No. no. It was, but I remember it. No, just the owner of that mad. car is now emeritus professor of philosophy. Yeah, and it was like I mean, the, the amount of artistic expression that went on there was amazing. It wasn't the sort of car you'd want to own, but I was pleased, <laughs> pleased to see it. It was, it was amazing. Um, do a couple more questions, and then we should probably wrap this up. Anyone for another question? Or has everyone yep. had enough? Oh, oh yeah. Hello. Um, so it's me again. Uh, just a random fact, because I know what you're talking about um, upholstering. There is, known to the club I'm in, kind of like Chrysler Alpine, there's a Tolbert Alpine somewhere out there that's had the interior converted to leather, from velour to leather. Yeah, that's me. That's a terrible move. It's, my, it's mine. It's so I've got bad. It. And it's just like, the car is worthless. Yes. That's, that's downgraded the value of the car because it's done that. <laughs> I mean, so, so, we're not so, talking so about a Bugatti Royale, though, so what's, I mean, it's sort of a relative thing, isn't it? <laughs> so, so what is the worst interior mock-up you've seen? Obviously, you've said the one there. Have you got any, any other different ones? The, the worst interior? Yeah. A uh, no, factory or, or...? Oh, no, no, obviously, one's old. I know one guy who had, who for some weird reason, he was an electrician, and he fitted multiple DVD players into the dash multiple with screens and the sky that was thousands that he was had so what so he had a screen per DVD player <laughs> yeah and it was like a Peugeot was he a blue bottle no it was a I think it was a Peugeot 306 doesn't make any sense yeah. <laughs> I remember that when Fast and Furious came out people just in the, in the modified car world people just went mad with screens screens were just kudos so you'd put screens in the boot in the in the in the hatchback 
inside the boot itself in all the door pods what? and they'd leave all these open God. at a car show and there'd be different films playing oh, shaving Ryan's, Ryan's private not well yeah. um, I'm not saying pile but, driving um, his days <laughs> honestly um, excuse me do you, do you remember the car in um, the cannonball run the Japanese car with all the yes, yes. yes. was that a Mitsubishi Mitsubishi Starium wasn't it yeah there's a vectoral thing um I don't know. I, the, do you remember, uh, this is a sort of factory car, but a one-off that at the Geneva Motor Show, I think it might have been, uh, Rover fetched up with a 200 or maybe a 25. The interior had been redone by a fashion designer. I think it was Matthew Williamson. Uh, and it was bloody awful. <laughs> was it? Yeah. It was, what, there's probably pictures of it online still, but I think they'd spent quite a bit of money having it retrimmed, and it was... Not what, good. What was the BMW concept car that was covered covered in fabric and it could stretch and the change? The Gina. Yeah, I mean that was a bit, a bit sketchy. It was quite good. You it? know they seriously considered that for uh, trying to get it in production. Really? Well, they gave it some proper thought. Yeah, yeah. I mean now it would be tasteful looking compared to say the BMW. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> insert name of a lot of BMWs here. <clears throat> All right. Um, well, we're, one more question before we. Uh, Wind this up. Or just uh, 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 Karen with Rover. Um, uh, do you think that... <laughs> Look, we're going to get thrown out. If we keep <laughs> something they don't <laughs> exist, they're not a threat. Uh, well, okay. They're not a threat. Working Force Lancers is DJ competitor JLR. Um, do you think that there's a, <laughs> a market for a uh, Rover EV reimagined um, uh, based on XF, uh, XE parts in the way that Renault have you know, brought Dacia to the forefront? Or do you think that Rover should be left in the past? That's, a, that's actually a really good question. I asked someone from JLR years ago about bringing back Rover, and they went, there's lots of reasons why we wouldn't, and one of them is that it would just cost a fortune to do all the branding, do the showrooms, all the marketing to reestablish the company, mm. remind people it's here, even mm. though we've heard of it, you'd have to sort of reposition it. But since you don't have to sell cars through showrooms anymore, I wonder if that would be a tiny bit cheaper. Not a lot cheaper, but I wonder whether the, what the point of it would be. I th- because be t- they've be got t- enough on their plate trying to get Jaguar relaunched whenever that's happening. But I'm sure you can tell us now if you put the microphone to your mouth. Soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard it here first. I, uh, I would really like Rover to relaunch so that young rappers who have forgotten what Rovers are <laughs> <laughs> just start talking street, street nonsense about the sensible three-box saloons. What was that? It was the Chainsmokers, Sensible. wasn't it, that did that? Yeah. Uh, in the back seat of my Rover. Uh, but, yeah, which obviously I always imagined it was a 214. I was thinking SI. 600. I was going to go 620. But I think... So you know what? Weirdly, I don't mind people in I the like US Rovers. calling Range Rovers Rovers. I find less annoying than people here calling them Ranges. That's no. a cooker. But you hear some people go, oh, it just not rangy. I mean, rangy, I'm, uh, it's all Bruce right. Hornsby and... Bruce the, Hornsby and the Range Rover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And it's a mobile recording studio. It's fucking leaking oil again. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> which mine isn't, by the way. Or the ECU shat itself. I'll show you a picture afterwards of someone we know in his Range Rover. Oh. He described it as coked up and not in the sense that it might have been when it was new. Not Paul Hollywood's hands. Stop saying well, that. Okay, we'll get well, sued. Yeah. <sighs> right, well, Paul look. Paul Hollywood um, on gangs. Yes, that's like why that. he would be in proximity to cocaine, because he's doing Ross Kemp's job, busting open drug gangs, and then cooking them all some scones. <laughs> <laughs> While they're in handcuffs, to torture them. Oh, that smells delicious. Well, you can't have any, because you're going to prison. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, bastard. Right, well, we should probably wrap this up because Stellantis wants us to get the hell out of their premises. So, um, that's what we're going to do. Well, thanks for having us, Stellantis. Thanks for having us, can Stellantis. We, can we give Stellantis a round of applause? Yes. Thank you to the whole Stantis team who've made us feel very welcome here. Uh, <laughs> Can't help it. Can't. I need to do it. It's amazing it isn't just from the next room. It's just a constant yeah. backbeat through the wall. Yeah, there's, of course, there's an after party. But uh, if everyone, everyone keep their pages open yeah. for when they're walking out afterwards, we'll find out where it is. Or if you can work out which pub we're staying in, you're welcome to come to yeah. that. Just follow the Talbot Samba as it leaves the car park. Yeah. <laughs> the well, watch out. It's the trio special edition. I'll be lighting it up. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we go, I have three things to tell you. They are one, uh, Johnny has a solo YouTube channel. It's called The Mislabeled Crates of Steak and Cake Show, um, in which Johnny is forced to do deliveries oh, around gosh. the country in a curtain-sided Vauxhall Movano. <laughs> but due to poor management at the warehouse, he has no idea whether he's delivering meat or sweet treats. Uh, this week, he's outside... Meat or of, sweet treats? <laughs> he's outside a vegetarian cafe in Preston while the owner shouts, what the fuck, there's blood coming out of this at him. <laughs> <laughs> if that's not to your taste, there's always the late break show. Lots of excellent videos on there. Um, I don't know what's coming. No, well, you won't because it's New Year's Day and you yeah, can't remember because yeah, you were no out But loads of great night. stuff. You've probably not watched all the previous four years' worth, so... <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch some of those, Are you yeah. calling our audience ungrateful? No, no. I'm <clears> just sort of putting it out there. Uh, second thing I have to tell you is that uh, I have a new book out. It's called what? Boring Car Trip. I know, I should have mentioned it before, but I didn't. What an F-F-F. idiot. Anyway, hopefully some of you got it for Christmas, which of course is in the past now because it's New Year's <laughs> Day. <laughs> um, and if not, well, use your Smith's vouchers that you got for Christmas to buy it, even though it's not available in Smith's. But it is on Amazon as an ebook or a paperback or a paperback from our merch shop where you can also buy our new hats. Yeah, for your head. And I've modified our merchandise song at the end of this podcast to reflect that, so uh, not catching me out there. Also fleece-lined. Fleece-lined. They're nice hats. Quality. They are nice hats. They were Um, road-tested by someone with male pattern baldness. (laughs) (laughs) So you know they're really kin good. Uh, And the third thing I've got to tell you is, uh, this is one for you, Johnny. Is it? Do you remember that Nescafe advert with that sad lady and a beetle? Mm. Oh, thank God someone does. I was a bit worried about this. I thought you'd, you remember, she drove up onto a sort of clifftop and it was, um, I can see clearly, now the rain has gone. Oh, yes. And she put a little heating element out of the fag lighter into the, and made herself a cup of Nescafe and then she was less sad. Less sad. I like being less sad. Now, yeah. let me ask you this. What? Do you remember the very last episode of The Office? I never watched it. Really? Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Does anyone here remember the last episode? Oh, everyone of the will have watched Office. Brilliant bit of TV, and you remember one of the great bits of it was that David Brent finally told Finchy to fuck off because David turned up at the Christmas party with this quite normal, attractive woman that was his date. The quite normal, nice, attractive woman who was his date was also the sad woman in the Beetle. Oh, true fact. That's a good fact for Office. That facts. might be the most obscure piece of nonsense I've ever done in that bit. Anyway, I found that out last oh, night no, and I thought I'm going to share that's, that. That's for your next book, Boring Trivia. Just Boring Trivia. Boring tri- just cut the yeah, car better. No, there just, is some just, cars. Yeah. That's true. I always prefer Peter Kay's Phoenix Nights far better. Okay. It's true, isn't it? Well. It, st- it, stands, it stands better. On that controversial take, it's time to end. Um, <laughs> thank you ever so much for listening at home. Thank you to everyone in the room for coming along. We do really appreciate it. And yeah, we do. We're also slightly mind-boggled by the fact that you would give up your evening to listen to this. Um, 
and well, you have. It's too late now. So <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah. Um, and we will do this again soon. Until then, goodbye. Yeah. Thanks then. Cheers, mate. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.